We get it. 2020 was a turbulent start to the new decade. We feel it too. And that turbulence may have you questioning if now is the right time to set goals higher and scale. Pandemics or not, we know a thing or two about hiring and scaling because as client account managers, we play a leading role in assembling digital marketing agency teams every single day. And we've seen it all from small agencies just starting out to large agencies ready to expand. And all of them have the same issues when it comes to hiring. Who's the next best hire? Do I hire a full-time employee or a contractor? How do I train them? There are so many paths you could take. So we're answering your questions to help steer you in the right direction. Welcome to the Happy Clients Podcast, brought to you by Dot and Company, the world's best and only team of client account managers for digital marketing agencies. Whether you're a virtual assistant, an agency owner, or a client-facing account manager, we all deal with clients. Lucky for you, client management is what we do best. On the Happy Clients Podcast, we won't shy away from the ups and downs of managing clients in the agency world, but we'll be right there alongside you to learn together and share the real juicy stuff we'll undoubtedly face when it comes to client management. Now, let's dig in, bad cam life, and have some fun along the way. Cheers to happy clients. Okay, Katie, today we are talking hiring. We've had our fair share of learnings and failures and wins and everything in between. So I'm excited to just lay it all out there. Yeah, totally. Having a tribe comes with the good and the bad, don't we know it? We've learned a lot and continue to learn, which is what it's all about. We're just evolving and growing. Yeah. A question that comes up a lot when I'm speaking to agency owners is who is my next best hire? And we're going to tell you. So attention, digital marketing agency owners, what you need to know about your next hire is in this episode. So number one, who should I hire next in my agency? That's a huge question. Here's a simple answer. If you want to scale your revenue and your profits beyond where you are today, you need a team. And the last thing you want to do is burn out before you decide to bring on teammates. We have done that and we see it all the time. So our recommendation is to start here. We say it again and again, but write down all the things you're doing in your agency on a daily and monthly and weekly basis even, and just map that out. Next to each task, write down how long it takes. Bonus points if you use a software like Toggle and you track your time and you can see it, but write it down and map out how much time you are spending. Make a star beside the things that you actually love and beside the things that you want to outsource. And then all the things that you don't love is where you're going to give it up. So these are really big things that you need to think about when you're going to outsource. I know we've repeated ourselves probably in the last few episodes. I know, if you guys, I know that you guys are all loyal listeners and you listened to our last podcast. That was definitely in there, that list of what to do. But it's really just a really great flow on how to get to where you need to be. Yeah. <laughs> All in all, it's important to outsource what you don't love and you are not good at in order to get out of your own way. So start small and you'll realize you have more time on your hands and you can start to scale and create all the ideas for your agency. 
Yeah, I love that because it really does look different for everyone and your business, right? So you're the one in there, you're living the day to day and you want to focus on what such a trendy sort of phrase, but what brings you joy? What makes you happy? What makes you just a really engaged business owner? So list it out, tackle it, the good, the bad, see where you want help and what you don't want help with because you just love it so much. Everybody's a little bit different. It's really a great practice for each agency to do on their own. In combination with the right person and role you hire, you need to know how that looks. So there's options. Should I hire a full-time employee or a contractor in my agency? So this is the struggle, right? When you're hiring somebody full-time, it can be super intimidating. Like that is somebody's life. That's a full-time employee. Contractors seem to be a little bit more maybe casual. They have the entrepreneur spirit. I don't know if casual is the right word, but they can be more relaxed. They know how to get things done efficiently, maybe less on your shoulders. So diving into whether you need to hire a full-time employee or a contractor is just a really great question and something we get a lot from agencies looking to scale. Should I hire a full-time employee or a contractor in my agency? This is a great question and we get it a lot from agencies looking to scale. And heck, we ask the same question inside of our business too. It's no secret that more and more talented people are looking to work remotely every day. But when it comes to your business, what's the best option? Here are a few things to consider. What's your monthly revenue? If you have the time and budget to onboard an employee and they'll help you make even more money month over month, a full-time employee could be a good option, right? That seems super easy, no brainer. For example, hiring an in-house Facebook ad specialist who would have the capacity to take on 10 more client accounts would contribute more to your bottom line than a contractor who can only tackle three client accounts per month at twice the hourly rate. So that's just something to break down too. If you hire in-house, you have a lot of bandwidth to give that person. You can take on more. They know what they can take on. They know the strategies. You're really working together. And sometimes contractors work with other agencies. So it's a struggle on their bandwidth and how much time they can actually give your agency. Sometimes, not always, there's contractors and Taylor. We've actually worked with agencies that kind of have like specific media buyers. They're contractors, but they're very much part of the team. So they might have other things going on, but you'd never know it, which is probably um, a good combination of both. And sometimes you can have a mix. So for us, we have a mix. We have a mix of full-time people. We have a mix of contractors and they are all a part of our team equal. They're all just as dedicated, but it depends. Sometimes it's location. So we're based in Canada. So we have some contractors in the U.S., and they, it just works and they're part of our team. So it, there's a lot of factors to include as well. Yeah. And remote working, especially, I think we came into this podcast talking about the pandemics and how 2020 was a bit of a bust, but working remotely can even look like you're miles and miles in countries apart, even in your own city, because nobody's going anywhere. Can't really go meet up at a coffee shop or at least you couldn't. So working remotely really just gives you a lot of flexibility in terms of who you can hire and make sure that fits like really awesome. So some other things to consider when you're hiring, 
is what's your lifestyle goal? Do you like to manage people? Are you someone who likes to do your own thing and expect folks to ask you if they need help? Is this something to consider before hiring a full-time team member? A contractor or a freelancer is more likely to be self-sufficient compared to a full-time employee. And I think probably that's what I was trying to say before even. There's just different levels of work and how people go about that. So if you feel like you need to manage a bunch of people and that brings you joy and you're really into the touch points with your team, that looks different than a contractor or freelancer who can be more self-sufficient. They might even be in a different time zone or far away, but you know that you can trust them and get the work done. So you have to really think about your lifestyle goal and what you want when you're hiring people. Yeah. And I always would say like, definitely stay within your means. If you're just getting started and you can hire one contractor to help you with a few accounts and that's going to get you started and get the the ball rolling, definitely start there and do what works for you right now. You can always change. You can always bring on full-time employees later, or you can decide to go back to contractors. It really just depends. So we have the right person, the right contract. Now we can get the party started. So how do I actually take this person, whether they're a contractor or they're a full-time employee, and train them inside of my agency? So we're not going to lie. Training can be tough, and especially if you're already swamped with client work, meetings, sales calls, reports. I know when Katie started like way back, I was swamped. Like I was the only client account manager. I had like four agencies, and I was just like, my calendar was, was full and I didn't have the time to train her. Luckily she was already trained, but if, if it were the case where I had to train her, I don't know what I would have done. So having someone shadow your everyday move is really challenging in a remote setting. And we lose that part of training in a traditional business because of our remote work. Here's a quick tip. Hire someone who's already trained in the skills you need, or if you're hiring someone in-house, you may outsource the training. So for example, if you're hiring a VA, there's agencies out there who train VAs. Um, For us, we train client account managers for agencies. So for example, you bring on a client account manager, you can hand them over and for example, we train them. And if you're hiring a contractor, pay a premium to get them who are already experts. Overall, hiring someone who's already trained is worth it. It just comes down to probably paying them a little bit more. And And sometimes you don't even know they can tell you they're trained, but just like testing and figuring it all out is super important too. So knowing that there's some wiggle room there would be, would be a good sort of assumption to move forward with. Yeah, exactly. And if you're hiring someone in the future, like that's your goal and it's on your plan, start making SOPs immediately. So these are standard operating procedures documents and like a how-to of the job. So if you're outsourcing invoicing, start doing loom videos, start making a document of exactly how to do it step-by-step, dumb it down so that anybody could jump in. It'll make your life so much easier by just curating this document, writing everything down so that when someone starts, you just hand them over and say, let me know if you have any questions, but this is the overview. And I know we do this a lot in our agency and within other agencies that we work inside, we create SOPs. And just don't underestimate the power of a loom video. It's super helpful. And the best way to really show somebody, especially working remotely, 
how to efficiently tackle these things. Yeah. So we use things like Asana lists with different sections for each part of the onboarding process from sending an offer letter to this employee, setting up an email address to them, formally training. Everything is in an Asana template and we think it's really important and it's saved us so much time. Another huge thing, and this is a hot tip, is to have an onboarding or kind of a hiring process laid out. So we have this in our agency. And what we do is we have step-by-step how to hire someone from the job posting to how to send them an email if we want them to go to the next step. If they're declined, everything is laid out. But most importantly, what has saved us, honestly, from hiring the wrong people, just based on experience level, is our assessment. So before we get on the phone with someone, sometimes we jump on the phone with them first, but most times we send them this assessment so we can judge their experience with digital marketing, their experience with communication and their written communication skills, and they record a video for us. So it's about an hour of time that it takes this potential employee to go through, but it gives us an opportunity to see their work before we even spend time interviewing them. So you can grab that on our website, but it's something that's really helpful to us and it has helped us save time and focus on hiring the right people. So the more systems you have, the better. I will say once we had that in place, it really made keeping, I guess, the connection strong, whether they were in the running for the next position or if they weren't, you had the best practices in place to really communicate with that person, keep the relationship strong. There is an outpouring amount of people looking for jobs and they will all hit your inbox. And it's really important not to disregard those really great candidates, but just don't certainly get through. So it's always good to have those SOPs in place. Keep these people in your back pocket. You never know when you might want to reach out again. Yeah, good point. So So, systems, I know we love it, but hiring the right person is hard. And the more that you can have prepared, the better. Yeah. It just makes it easy. Like if we're about, I guess, even to our own point, what is our lifestyle? Like we need to be efficient, especially when it comes to hiring. So it just creates the most efficient process where they're feeling good. We're feeling good. We know what's coming next and we can really evaluate candidates qualities and if they're the next best hire. So our training is constantly evolving and that's what makes it great. So there's no sort of set in stone path. The training needs to be evergreen and it needs to just have a full transparency into your agency. People need to know what you're all about and they need to know that it's a good fit and you want to know that they're a good fit. So get what you give. So tell us who's the next hire in your agency. If you're still not feeling confident who that role is and what their role looks like, just reach out to us. We're always happy to have a conversation because hiring does not need to be a stressful process. We actually think it's really fun and it means you're growing. It means you're scaling and you're ready to help even more clients who need your expertise. So if you need help, we're always here. Email us to start the conversation at hello at dot and company.co. Thank you guys for listening in. If you enjoyed this episode or got even a little nugget of wisdom, please share this with your social media friends, send it to everybody. And we'd love it if you rate and subscribe to our podcast. Until next time, cheers to happy happy clients. clients.